you ever asked yourself, what would it take to build a better Canada? Not just notionally, but literally. A Canada that's greener, healthier, happier, and wealthier. Well, we have. More importantly, our guests have. Today, we're talking with Louis Gagnon, CEO of Intact Insurance, and Justine Hendricks, Chief Corporate Sustainability Officer at EDC. I'm your host, Scott Reed, and you're listening to the Keys to a Better Canada podcast. Canada needs to get greener. Simple to say, awfully difficult to do. Look, we may not be the nation of raw staples that Harold Innes professed, but extraction industries, mining, forestry, in particular oil and gas, have been fundamental to our economy, our standard of living, and our national income for decades. The climate crisis, green plans, alternative energy, transformation, electrification, more recently net zero and decarbonization, we've been talking about these priorities with increasing intensity for almost 40 years. A tangible progress has been inconsistent, and the political, economic, and consumer choices that belie it all have become more pointed. For companies, the huge strides that have been made can sometimes be put at risk by the need to generate near-term shareholder value. At the same time, ESG imperatives have become essential, just as consumers have become more alert to empty jargon, conditional commitments, and greenwashing. Corporate leaders face a daunting task. There is no choice but to be greener. These values are no longer nice to have. They're must-have. But the price of real action is becoming higher. Financially, literally. Paper straws and reusable grocery bags, they're not going to cut it anymore. Systemic, stemmed to stern change is needed. It's demanded. And once again, it's hard. It's costly. And it requires a unique combination of vision and discipline from the corporate sector and its leaders. A practical place to begin is for companies to use their relative position to shift the status quo and reset what it means to be a leader both in economic and environmental terms. And we're seeing it happen across so many sectors. For example, vehicle manufacturing is scrambling far faster than most predicted to go EV. Fashion retailers are now sourcing sustainably and finding that consumers will pay for that privilege. Of particular importance and particular relevance with our next guest, Insurance companies are changing their risk practices and assessments to favor those who lean toward a greener future and away from that which is literally carbon dated. Libby Gagnon is the CEO of Canada of Intact Financial Corporation. He knows better than almost anyone else how climate science is revolutionizing the insurance sector and all those they underwrite. Let's hear what he thinks about how corporations can and are making changes to create a greener Canada. I think as, as, a, as a business in the financial service, to get to net zero ourselves, I'm not, going to be, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but that's not the biggest portion or where we should. We will invest, and I think we have to give the example. I think the most important is that we influence our suppliers. You know that we are, we are rebuilding houses, we are replacing cars, we're spending a lot of money. Uh, in paying claims. So, so how can we better influence to make sure that people take great option at that time? So we have, we have a lot of, lots of influence there. It means that we need to also influence our suppliers 
that are that are also part of that ecosystem to do the same thing it will it could go as far as saying that if we're not satisfied with you as a green or as a as a as a good supplier we can maybe change supplier and try to find so and i think that's how the world will change is when the entire supply chain is affected so so we have a very important role to do and finally again at point of sale we need to try to find ways to influence customers going forward to pick and do the right thing so again it's a, it, it's a i mean it's it's a long it's a long process lots of people in in the middle but we we, we need to play the entire i would say the entire supply chain i i think the the uh, the process here in canada is that we have to be also very realistic about who canada is and, and what canada is made of right we are uh, we are an economy of of resources we are we are an economy that is dependent on uh, on, on on extraction on many on many things so and that's that's there there's there, there's a, i would say an issue on the on the greed side so so i think i think the role we want to play is we want to play a role most importantly on transition it means how do we transition the uh, those uh, those uh, those companies those uh, that economy to a greener economy uh, we can talk here about uh, carbon capture uh, as a big example of trying to say there's pollution that exists there's emission how can we capture and how can we have elements so can, should we invest in 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 having better ways of doing things so but i think we have to help on the transition we, we cannot just turn the switch that that won't work that won't work for the economy and and so uh so but i think we can influence so i don't think we're at the stage of turning the tap uh, off on on some businesses but 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 we have a lot of influence that we can start uh, start discussing with them for sure Louis paints an uncompromisingly optimistic picture. He's excited, animated by what companies can do to make themselves and others around them greener, all while boosting the bottom line. He's realistic. He's careful to note that it's going to take time, but he's pretty upbeat about the prospects. For many, though, there remains that first step problem. How to build the business case that makes the adoption of ESG principles affordable, even enviable. How to make greener a great business proposition. A big part of that comes down to cold, hard cash, to money, to where money goes and who money backs. Because when investors and credit granting institutions begin to vote with their checkbook, all those calculations about what cost is get turned right around. Which is why we're so excited to hear from Justine Hendricks, the Senior Vice President and Chief Corporate Sustainability Officer at EDC Canada. She's not just a green champion. She's a green change agent, coming as she does with the power and the might of a huge financing operation behind her. Let's hear what Justine has to say about how the embracing of ESG principles can change not just a big lending institution, but all those that they lend to. Going green is the smart thing to do. Um, and you don't want the regulators to force that. But you know how they say sometimes there's an expression that says, don't waste a good crisis. Um, the climate crisis is, is, is one that we shouldn't waste for sure. 
because it's it's our livelihood that depends on it. But also, if you think of how it can spark innovation, um, I think from a business point of view, that's really important to consider as well, right? So evolving the ways that we've done business and it's the smart thing to do, I think ultimately um, is a win-win for all of us. But to your question about what are some of those forces or what could be, what's the risk of a business not doing it? Well, the impacts can be for one, um, uh, access to capital is going to start to diminish for you because investors gonna are going to demand it more and more. You could be in the category where you will be a company that is divested from, right? If ultimately uh, you don't see the need for that change. Uh, and, and you don't have to be a, a fossil fuel based company for that. But if you don't start to, to embed ESG within your practices, uh, you know, and you potentially can be in a fund or something like that, you could be part of a divestment strategy. Um, you know, looking at, uh, you know, ESG in terms of how you conduct your business is key to understand and managing your risks right? And you can have different risks, right? And and uh, one that I think is quite pertinent today is how about uh, employee retention? So even employees today are looking at employers and when they're selecting them to see what are the practices of those companies. And we know how there's such a big shortage of talent right now. Talent has an ability to shop in terms of who they want to go and work for. So that is a huge one in terms of mitigating that retention. Um, you know, I, I mentioned earlier in terms of encouraging innovation and growth. So if I put my EDC hat on, we, we articulate to companies that, you know, embracing ESG as part of your business model is actually going to accelerate your growth internationally. So, so to me, it's, it becomes the way in which you conduct and you do your business every day can actually allow you to grow a lot faster, not just domestically, um, but internationally. Um, and you know, the other thing too, is I think over time, your business will be more resilient to other shocks that I shouldn't say may come along its way that will come along its way because you're able to be a lot more, uh, uh, agile in terms of responding to some of those challenges to name a few. These two conversations were fascinating and they offer such a forward looking vision. But they also serve to remind us that building a greener Canada, it's going to be hard work. What seems undeniable is that business is going to have a huge role to play, an opportunity to lead. The very same market-based strategies and tools that create successful businesses are going to take us towards sustainability faster and better. It's also striking how fundamental the embrace and evolution of ESG principles will be to that endeavor. Because... As business helps to shape the way we build a greener Canada, it's going to be ESG that will help to reshape business and our definitions of bottom line success. To learn more about these insights and tools, check out Telfer's Center for a Responsible Wealth Transition at responsiblewealthtransition.com. And then don't forget to check out our next episode. We're going to hear from two leaders helping in the all of a sudden, so central to everything discipline of human resources. They can help us understand how we can build a happier Canada.